Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible Study 21st Century Style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. It's Thursday, y'all. It is uh, also the 29th of February. This is leap year, so uh, all them born on the 29th gets to have a birthday this year, and uh, so... uh, we are glad that you've joined us today. we got some great stuff lined up for you. Uh, we want to get all of our announcements and all that in, but uh, we have a special guest that we're going to bring in just a little bit later. So um, 
I want to just uh, give our announcements. Our uh, our heart themed kids gourmet dinner has been rescheduled to Saturday, March the second, and that will be at two p.m. Also, our Easter attendance contest is up and running, and we want you to be a part of that. So that'll be the whole month of March, and then the winners will be announced on the. Uh, first Sunday in April, so that'll be April the 7th. Also, our Christian Community Center gathering is going to be uh, March the 8th, 6 to 8 p.m., always a great time for the kids to climb those rock mountains and all that stuff that's available for them. Daylight saving time is coming up, so uh, this might be the last one we have to deal with. I just saw where Kentucky legislature has uh, introduced a bill that would keep Kentucky on the daylight saving time year-round. So uh, that would uh, uh, not uh, interfere to where you have to set your clocks and do all sorts of crazy stuff. I always uh, leave one or two undone. And then, of course, uh, we got our men's meeting is going to be March the 11th at 6 p.m. Greater Conference. This is for young ministers and spouses. This is going to be Friday through Saturday, March the 15th and 16th in Lexington, Kentucky. Also, Palm Sunday is going to be on the 24th and then Easter Sunday on the 31st. Kids Church is going to be also on Easter Sunday. And then the Ladies Conference is coming up. Thursday through Saturday, April the 4th through the 6th. Uh, And that's going to be in Bowling Green, Kentucky. And they always have a great time. Ladies come back, wore out, but refreshed. So uh, we always um, enjoy the men's conference when it's due. Also, we have our prayer requests. As you see all of those scrolling up the screen, I do want to just mention about the last, oh, nine or ten of them. Let's remember uh, Pam and Keith Bartley. Chris Justice and his family, Pam Lambert, Sherry Taylor, Annie Thacker, Edna Working Family, Coach Kim Dotson. I heard that she has now been moved to ICU, so let's uh, say a special prayer for her. Renee and Ashley Stiltner and Tanil McCoy will be having surgery on Monday. Let's remember her in prayer. If you have a prayer request or testimony that you, that you would like to send to us, you can do that several different ways. Of course, you can call in our prayer line, 606-282-4108, or you can uh, email those to prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we open up today's broadcast. Lord, we come before your presence and thank you, Lord, for this gathering, this platform that we can meet with people all across the U.S. and around the world. I pray, Lord, that you would bless us today in the broadcast, that you would get glory from everything we say and do. And I pray that you would also move in a mighty way for all those that's on our prayer list, all those who's watching either live or will watch by way of on demand at a later time. Lord, we love you and we give you praise on this beautiful day in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. Looking outside my window pane, I am telling you, it looks beautiful, but it is one cool morning. That's right. It's only going to be a high of 44 degrees. I know, I know, boo. Boo, y'all. Yeah. But uh, it was 28 for the low, and it's currently somewhere around 25 here in... uh, Phelps, Kentucky. But uh, tomorrow, don't get too, you know, uh, sad and and all gloomy. 
It's going to be 50 for the high, little rain in the forecast, and then 59 on Saturday. And uh, as we look at the future forecast, looks like Sunday's going to be 72. Yeah, 72 degrees. We'll take that. But uh, we have to endure to the end in order to get there. Well, we're glad that you've joined us today. And let's see if we look at our radar. We see that there's nothing going on right here in our little portion of the world. Right here in East Kentucky, everything is uh, is good and uh, clear. And the sun is shining. And the sun shines a little bit deceiving because you uh, get a rude awakening when you open up the door and step outside. But uh, we're glad that you've joined us today. And uh, we want to make sure that we've got all of our announcements and things in because we got some great stuff lined up. And uh, of course, I want to do our trivia question and try to get that in because we always like to let our folks uh, enjoy that trivia question. And they uh, just seem like it's it's it enhances your knowledge and people just get excited about it. So here we go with uh, the trivia question of the day. What time is it? i tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC Trivia Question of the Day. CAC Trivia Question of the Day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps radio and television broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the List Live links Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, well, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, today's trivia question is this. What sorcerer was blinded by Paul. What sorcerer was blinded by Paul? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And uh, we'll have the results on tomorrow's broadcast. And speaking of results, we do have the results of yesterday's trivia question. Yesterday's trivia question was, who put a scarlet cord in her window as a signal and out of those that participated, it looks like 100% of you got it correct with the correct answer of Rahab. So, yeah, we'll give you a hand clap for getting it right. Thank you for participating in yesterday's trivia question. You can get today's correct, which is what sorcerer was blinded by Paul. Well, we are glad that you've joined us today, and uh, we've been doing this now. This is our 11th year. Uh, that we are doing uh, this little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. Uh, at the end of the year, we should have over 2,300 episodes in the history books, and we try to get about 200 episodes in per year. And um, we have a special guest uh, today. Uh, 
that we have on the broadcast that we're going to interview. And I want to uh, just give you a little rundown before we bring him into uh, the mix. But uh, I want to just uh, tell you a little bit about uh, our friend and uh, a great minister, a great uh, person just to be around. I mean, he has uh, just got a, a personality that uh, he's easy to talk to. So uh, we um, we want to uh, introduce uh, Brother Merrick Griffiths, uh, who is the Kentucky District United Pentecostal Church International Youth Secretary, and he's also student and college pastor. He's host of the Mantle Min- uh, Ministries podcast, which is a uh, podcast that he does for the Kentucky District and uh, does a great job of it, and we are so honored because it, it deals with uh, not only just young ministers. Us old ministers can glean from uh, from his podcast, so you can find that, and we'll talk a little bit more about that as uh, we go on. Uh, he attends the church that his dad pastors, and that is the Pentecostals of Louisville, and um, that's in Louisville, Kentucky, and so... Um, Today, we welcome Brother Merrick Griffiths to the broadcast. Brother Griffiths, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us, and welcome to the CAC Daily ICAST. It's great to be here today. Pleasure. Amen, amen. Well, I certainly uh, appreciate uh, you taking time out of your uh, schedule. We we have uh, been wanting to get you on uh, for a while, and of course, we scheduled earlier in the month because uh, your schedule is is tight, and uh, we certainly appreciate you uh, working us in, penciling us in on this day. Um, we we just um, are interested in your life. Uh, our viewers are interested in your life. Uh, one of the things that I find in our day-to-day is when young ministers that are truly dedicated to the Lord and out trying to do something for the Lord, I like to find more out about them. So that's why we want to uh, talk to you a little bit today, and we may go over. We we a lot just, uh, uh, you know, we got an hour broadcast, but uh, ever how long that uh, you want to talk and get two preachers together, we, we may never uh, you know, quit, but, uh, we will try our best to, uh, get everything, uh, uh, as much information as you want to get out there, because we do want to know every aspect of your ministry and all of that. So, uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, where was you born? Yeah, yeah so, so I was, I was born, born in Texas, 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 which, which is, is, um, Half, half of it's in Arkansas, Arkansas half, half of it's in Texas. Texas. I, claim I claim the Texas, Texas side. side. I, don't, I don't know, know how, how people from Arkansas, Arkansas feel about, about that. that. But yeah, but yeah I, was I was born in 1996, you know, you know recent, recent for some in their memory. memory. You know, ancient, ancient history for a lot of my students. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm the edge of that millennial range. range and, uh, everybody else is Gen Z. My wife's Gen Z, so it's a struggle. Yeah, I was born in Texas. All right. And uh, and is that where you grew up? Uh, all went to high school, I guess. There and all that. No, no. So, so we left, left um, about five, five or six. six and my, my parents evangelized, evangelized uh, for six, six or seven, seven years. years. Um, a, lot a lot in the south, south Georgia, Georgia, Florida, Florida Alabama, Alabama, that. that. Um, and, then and then in, in two thousand and six, we got a call to come come to revival, revival in Louisville, Kentucky. And then. And then um, in between, in between that, that, my parents evangelized, evangelized they pastored several churches, churches, Lake City, Florida, Florida 
so on, a little bit in Arkansas, Arkansas before, before I was born. born. And, and then, then uh, we ended up, up preaching revival, revival 20, 20, in 2006. You served as things started, started out. And, and uh, uh, we didn't we know, know that we were kind of trying, trying out. out. Like, hey, come, come back, back, try out. So they came, so came back, back and in 2007. We got elected to serve here. And so I kind of grew up here at the age of 11. I, 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 guess I guess I consider, I consider myself, myself a full Kentuckian. I haven't, I haven't quite, quite processed that, that prayer closet, closet yet. yet. I'm a Florida Gator, Gator fan, fan, and I'm from Texas, because we, 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 my, my dad's, dad's from Florida, Florida, we live there, like, like I said. said. So, yes, so yes, a lot, a lot to work, to work through through emotionally. emotionally. Yeah, absolutely. It's a cultural shock when you come to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I just I just tell people that. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, know a, I know a little bit about Lake City. I know a little bit about Florida. Uh, I actually had a, a, a one of my pastors, uh, he passed away and I had to go preach his funeral. He lived in a little place called Cross City, Florida, which is on the Gulf side. And uh, it's right there on the Gulf and uh, just a beautiful little fishing town, uh, just yeah, laid yeah. back, nothing nothing uh, tourist attraction or anything like that. It's just a little fishing <laughs> town. And so uh, that's about all I know about Florida. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's, um, that's uh, now that you're a Kentucky boy, uh, you know, you have to, you have to kind of, uh, learn, uh, how to be Kentuckian. And, uh, so, uh, we're glad to have you in Kentucky, by the way, um, looking at, uh, some other things that I guess, uh, we, we would like to know about you, uh, you are married. And so, uh, for all of our, uh, single viewers, uh, they just probably, turned us off just now, but you are married. And, uh, so tell us a little bit how, how you and sister Griffiths met. Yeah. yeah so, so I attended, attended camp, camp with, with her, her off and on. on. Um, um, there's a little, little bit of age gap, gap about four years. years. And, and, um, I was assuming assume she's too young, young, you know, when, when you're, when you're 16 and, and she's 12, that's just, you know, wasn't on my radar. radar. Uh, I went, I went off to Bible, Bible school. school. I went to IBC in Indiana, Indiana Bible, Bible College for about, about a year, 2014, 2015. 2015. Came, back Came back home, and, and uh, I, was I was youth pastoring, pastoring went, to went to camp. camp. It's my, it's my third, third year chaperoning as a youth pastor. pastor. And, and um, I, got I got my math, math a little wrong. wrong. I, uh, I, I thought that, that she had graduated high school. I thought she had turned 18 because I was timing it. I noticed she was 17. I was like, hey, next year. I'm going to go talk, talk to her. I was, I was off, off by a little, by a couple months. I had to wait, 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 and then, and then we, we got, got engaged. engaged. And then this was November. November. We got, we got engaged, engaged in January. January. And then we and then got, got married in May. And then we wow. had to get a year later. later. So we've so been, been, it was, it was you, know, you know, I said, I said love for sight. I don't know how, how long it took her to get, to get with the program, program, but I was ready to go. <laughs> I tell you, um, me and my wife met in high school, uh, and she was uh, 15 years old, and uh, I was 16. And, uh, uh, so we dated in high school, and then when she graduated, we got married, and uh, and the rest is history. But uh, we we wasn't in church at the time. We we were just uh, two young people out there in the world, and uh, it was after our daughter was born, and we she was about two years old that the Lord began to deal with us, and uh, we wow, wow. gave her life to the Lord, and uh, the Lord just began to lead us in 
ministry and uh, other areas and started out just doing little things like driving a church van and uh, just mm-hmm. making myself available. And the next thing you know, uh, got to bigger, bigger things. One person looked at me one time and said, you're going to wake up one day, Brother McKinney, and you're going to find that you are a small fish in a big pond. And I, <laughs> I quote that quite often because that's the way I feel sometimes. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm uh, you know, um, you said you went to Indiana Bible College. Um, we have tried to steer some of our young people to Indiana Bible College. They go through uh, the orientation, do some different things mm-hmm. uh, sometimes to kind of introduce people to it. Um, we had a young lady uh, that actually passed away on a mission trip that was, uh, from Ohio that I knew. And, um, uh, she, uh, loved mission work. So she went to Indiana Bible college and was there about a year. And then she, uh, passed away. I think her last name was McCulloch, uh, which was, uh, her first name was Ashley. And uh, so we, we've been trying to steer people to Indiana Bible College. Tell us a little bit about your uh, year there at uh, Indiana Bible College. Uh, well, uh, well, it was a different time, time for everybody, everybody out there, there that, is that is under the age, age of you know, 30. 30. Uh, 2014 seems so long ago for, for a, lot a lot of my students. students. I had a student recently tell me that, that she was, was three years old when I started youth pastoring. pastoring. And, and so, so I, I had a little, little bit of, I got a little wheezy for a moment. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so yeah, 2014, 2014 I, just I just graduated from, from a, a homeschool through high school, school Becca. Becca. If, if, uh, homeschoolers know what that is. Becca, Becca is yeah. pretty, yeah. Uh, it's, it's like the homeschooling of homeschooling. So, so I, survived I survived that, that and then I enrolled at IBC. IBC. And, and yeah, yeah, I stayed, I stayed a, year. a year. I was, I was not, not ready, ready for Bible, Bible school. school. I was, it, it was the exposure was great. I wonderful friends. I really loved the instructors, everybody that worked there. And I still get to talk to them off and on. It was great. It really helped my life in that way. I wasn't involved in the ministry at all. When I went, I didn't preach, I didn't sing, I didn't do anything. So I was very overwhelmed by the whole prospect. Got down there. I mean, I had I had no game. I couldn't talk to girls. I couldn't my I had nothing going for me. It was a very shocking experience. So, so I, I um, really, really what happened, what happened was, was they, they, you know, they, they do this thing called NSA where you go out and preach. And people, people kept signing me up for them. For them. Because, because I, I, was I was told, told I, I look, look like, like a preacher. preacher. And, so and so my look like, like a preacher preceded my ability to preach. And so I hid. I would go home on weekends. I would, you know, pull my name out. So basically, after my year, I knew what I needed to do. I knew how I needed to grow. And so I came home and started praying, studying, and Really, really dug, dug it out, out. and then, and then uh, I served on our, our youth team. team. I wasn't the head, head honcho at first. Did the best, the best I could do. do. I taught when it was my, my time to teach, teach. and, and uh, my best, best foot forward. forward. And eventually, it opened the door. door. Though my, my dad, dad is a pastor, pastor, it's never, never been here. Go, go ahead. ahead. I've never got like a pre-order. I've never got my payment of trust. It's always been. Let's see. Like I even youth pastor for four years before I ever got to preach behind a pulpit. So that's just kind of the dynamic, which I appreciate it. So I took right. home, and, and so, so I, IBC helped me see vision. It, it exposed myself to me. me. So I came, I came home, and I tried, I tried to, grow to grow into the vision that I saw in other peers that, that really impressed me and impacted me. Right. You you had mentioned uh, also uh, homeschooling um, with the Abeka um, curriculum, and um, it, it's something that we started uh, to implement a Christian school uh, several years back. 
And then right at the last minute, everything fell through, but we had everything ready and that was the curriculum we was going to use. Um, how do you see our world today? Do you see that more people need to do homeschool or Christian school versus public school? How do you feel about that? Well, well it, seems it seems to vary. vary. Like, like uh, Jeff Jeff County, County is a different, is a different animal. animal. It seems if you get, you get out, out of the county, county, Jeff Jeff County, County where Louisville is placed. placed. Sometimes, Sometimes I, I hear friends, friends that have, that have kids. kids. I have a three-year-old daughter, three-and-a-half-year-old daughter, and a three 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 son. And so I have peers that have kids a little bit older starting school. And it seems district, 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 it varies, especially if you get out in the metro area. You still have a lot of God-fearing people. Um, but yeah, but yeah obviously, obviously it's getting, getting darker, darker, the world's getting, getting crazier, crazier. Uh, especially, there used, there used to be like, like a neutral, neutral place. place. You could, you could go, go to a library, library. you could go, go to school, and it was, it was just kind of a neutral, neutral. nobody, nobody kind of brought their, their, their engines in, in. But, but everybody, everybody out, out there knows that it is getting more touch and go. I do say, I do think, in my experience, that the number one cause, struggle for young people as they're growing up is school, because they're more than, more than they're there with their parents. parents. I mean, I they're, mean they're, they're more raised naturally by, by the school, school system than they are by their, by their parents. And so, and so I, would I would say, look, look at your school district, district sense it out. out. But if but you can homeschool, then obviously it's a plus. plus. Now, now, if your, your kid, kid doesn't, doesn't have a good, good work ethic, they may run into problems, find out they're quarter behind. You know, you have to deal with that as it comes. But if you can do it, I like being around my kids. A lot of people work from home now. So, I mean, Especially, Especially if your kids in middle school or high school, school and you, you, say you, say you work from home, home as, a parent, as a parent, you have memories, memories you, you, know, you, you have, have flexibility. Because uh, uh, that's no secret, secret to, to mama, mama out there. there. When your, when your kid, kid leaves high school, school you've, you've only got, got a few more years, years left on the, on the average. average they're, they're gone. gone. So, so, you know, yeah. it may, it may it be a plus for you. That's it. I I agree. My wife was a school teacher, and she taught 7th and 8th grade. And so she retired from the school system. Um, and she went back just, um, a while back and wanted to do a few days of uh, tutoring and things to help them out. They were in a bind. We're kind of a small town. You've been here, you know, it. we're a small town. And, uh, so, uh, anytime that they get a good teacher, they don't like to let them go. They, they work them till they can't uh, have to wheel them in just about, but, uh, I, I, my wife went back and she said, things have changed so much in the time mm-hmm. that she retired four or five years ago uh, to that moment. She said, it, it's, it's so much worse now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, yeah. you can see the uh, people call it wokeness. Uh, other people just call it uh, an agenda, um, a narrative, whatever, ever how you want to describe it. Our school systems have become more about indoctrination than education. And I think that that has really hurt uh, a lot of kids. Um, and I tell people all the time, if you can be homeschooled, if you can be Christian schooled, uh, you know, that's the that's the way to go because definitely you know what your child is being taught and you're instilling in them uh, what you want them to know. Uh, all of this transgender yeah. craziness that's going on and all of that, um, you know, I think it was uh, maybe a, a psychologist or uh, had did a study, and he said that uh, in childhood development, you have the first three to five years is all you have to influence your child's personality, uh, who they're going to become, uh, and then the rest of the time, the school system does it, just like you said. Mm-hmm. And um, 
sometimes I think that, uh, you know, if we can get that three to five years rooted and grounded, and we're we're blessed here in a small town. Uh, they still pray at assemblies. They still uh, talk about Jesus, and we're kind of a Bible Belt little town. Uh, but uh, things are changing. Um, I know my brother lives in Lexington, so uh, he sent his kids to a Christian school because uh, the Jasmine County School and, and the other schools in the area were just uh, had so much gangs, uh, different things going on that uh, he didn't want his kids exposed to. So uh, yeah. I really think that uh, homeschool and, and Christian school is a good thing. And I'm glad that you uh, went through that. And and people can see homeschool's not, it, it doesn't hurt the kid. It doesn't, uh, I've heard people say, oh, you got to get them around people and socialize. I said, well, you know, church is social setting and, and, uh, you got friends that you certainly are going to let them be exposed to and things, but it's like people say, oh no, they'll be scarred for life. Um, you don't see it that way at all. Right. No, no I was, was going to say, say too, too we, we, when you homeschool, home I developed kind of a, a, a skill, skill set, set of focusing, focusing because I was, I was forced, forced to. to. So, mm-hmm. like, so, like, I homeschooled in elementary, elementary school, school on the road. road. I did ACC, I did paces, and, and then I went, I went to I went public, public school, school in and out, and out of, of, of my, my, in my, my 12, 12 years of, of primary school. school. And, then and then I I homeschooled, I homeschooled the Becca, Becca at 8th grade, grade. and, and uh, I loved, loved it. I'd get up at 6, finish school at 12. I loved, I loved having, having routine. routine. I began to learn, like, learn like, the value of time management. I began to learn, learn that my, my, my energy level was different, different from the day. I became very, very sensitive to these things, things that you, you don't have sensitive to at 8th grade. I learned things like if I play a lot of video games, I can't focus on school. So I began to understand physiology, I think, before I knew the science behind it. So I don't play video, video games, games on the weekends because I, I felt like, like there was this retention, tension, like this, 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 this uh, inebriation of my focus. focus. So then, you know, you know then, then I went back, back for 10th grade, grade to 12. 12. Uh, because, uh, because I went back to, to, to I went to private school for a year. year. I was like, you know what? what? I enjoyed the freedom. I enjoyed being disciplined and fulfilling. And so I just, the last three years of that, I developed a life, developed a routine. And when I started working after that, Things, things came, came in handy, handy. and, and this, this is, you know, you know I'm a guest, guest on the podcast, podcast so I'll talk, talk a little about, about me, you know, you know everybody, everybody forgive, forgive me. me. Um, it helped it me with the workplace. workplace. A lot of a lot people older than me often ask, how, how old, old are you? Because, because I, just I just had a skill set and emotional maturity from that kind of isolation that people were scared of. I learned, you know, learned thyself. I learned so much about myself. So eventually, like, employers were like, listen. We're going to let, let you work, work anywhere, anywhere now. now. You've, You've now graduated, graduated from remote work, which we trust you, and you can get your work, work done. So it, so it does, does help you. If you partake in homeschooling, I should be paid, paid by Becca. If you partake in this journey, you may come, come out pretty, pretty, pretty quick, quick with the, the, the other side. side. Absolutely. You need to be their sponsor. We are talking to Brother Merrick Griffiths. He is uh, a young minister. Uh, he is the Kentucky District UPCI Youth Secretary. He is also the student college pastor. He hosts the Mantle Ministries podcast for the Kentucky District, and he attends the church that his dad pastors, the Pentecostals of Louisville in Louisville, Kentucky. And um, you just have to forgive me, Brother uh, Griffiths, of my East Kentucky slang and vernacular and uh, (laughs) just... (laughs) People say, man, you you sound Southern and... So uh, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I try to be professional on a on a broadcast, but it 
our true self shines through too many times. Um, That's right. So uh, when when you uh, first got your call in the ministry, uh, what age was that that you felt your first call? So, so I remember, I remember when, when I got, I got the Holy, Holy Ghost, Ghost at six, six um, I, felt I felt like a strong, strong burden. burden. I, know, I know, I think everybody, everybody would say that that, that, was, that was something that happened, happened to all, all that received, received the Holy Ghost. Ghost. But I, I felt, felt such a, a kind, of kind of dependency. So, so no matter, matter the service, Wednesday, Sunday, Sunday crying, crying, shouting, shouting service, I didn't fit the tone. I just always build and begin to cry. And as I begin to, to exercise, exercise praying, praying through, through breaking through, through, through as we often say, say you know in, in our, our movement. movement i just realized, I realized my nature began to shift i'm so, so sensitive to whenever i break through, through i feel, I feel like, like a different person, person. And, obviously and obviously later, later i found, I found the scripture, scripture for that, that you know and, and then, then i always just kind of felt, felt that, that overwhelming burden is called to have some significance in the kingdom but i didn't know what it would be i knew my dad preached i kind of resented it because that i didn't want I want my, my intention to be found, found true. true. I didn't, I didn't want, want to just follow. follow. I didn't, I didn't want, want to be the same. same. Um, so, so then, then at like, like 11, I remember, I remember praying, praying at Kentucky, Kentucky camp. camp. I don't remember, I remember the preacher or anything. anything. But I just, I just remember, remember feeling like, like you've, you've, you've got, got to do, do this in some, some form. form. So anyways, anyways long, long story short, short uh, at 16, I kind, I kind of forgotten. I kind of put them in the bag. When you're going to high school, you don't have to make decisions right then. I was like, I may be a doctor. I may be this. I may be that. And, and uh, uh, evangelist by the name, name of Joey, Joey Cantella came to at our at church. church. And I prayed, I prayed really hard. hard. It was a wonderful service. service. And I've and never, never had, had any like, God moments at this point, point where God, God had used an individual to speak, speak in my, my life. But he asked, he asked my parents, parents if he could talk, talk to me. me. He began he to, to read my mail, mail as, as they say. say. And it, and it really, really opened my eyes to awareness that God is not just a force that moves, God is present. And that's a big shift. That, that I, I, I realize I've like got God more as a principle or a force of nature, nature and not, not as an intentional, involved, you know, you know, more real than, than I ever be, be person. And so it, so it freaks me out in a good, in a good way. way. So, <laughs> so then, then I begin to kind of watch, watch. And, I and I was so inadequate, inadequate okay? okay? I mentioned, I mentioned I, I, when I went to Bible school, I preached I wanted to, I just couldn't. I preached like five minutes of fire, I just don't count it. I was so bad, okay? Okay. So I, found I found myself doing, doing it like, like other people. Okay, okay. My, my dad, dad writes his notes, notes word for word. He reads it word for word. word. It's, it's beautiful, beautiful, and it's like, like you know, you, know, you love Jerry Jones. Jones. And that's kind of kind the time. time. And I tried, I tried it. it. I was awful. awful. Uh, I mean, I mean horrendous. <laughs> so, so I talked, I talked really, really fast, fast, faster than, than I talked talk now. now. It, was it was just no one was. I was more blessed than the church ever was. Let's just say that when I ministered, they were blessing me. So I went to Bible school, came back home, and I started praying and I get it out. And so, and so I read one, one chapter, chapter a day. The call, the, call, the, field, the, calling, the calling, the confirmation, I think, I think it was on hold. hold. I really, really felt, felt like I could actually have a relationship with God. I put, I put it, on it on hold. I was like, I'm, I'm not going to trust in this calling, calling if I can't trust that I can hear the Lord in anything else in my life. So I read one chapter a day, and I would circle things that struck me. And then I would begin to talk to God about things that circled. For instance, Psalms 23, Lord is my shepherd, I shall not walk. You know, your rod and your staff comfort me. I'd circle, I'd circle it. And this is 18. 18. This is when I begin to feel like, like the confirmation calling. calling. I begin to pray, pray things like, like I, know I know that your, your staff, it God's. died. I'm, I'm the imagery, the imagery of, of the shepherd taking the, the long staff that I love. He would push the sheep. He would guide. He would take the sheep from wolves. And he hit me. And I was like, but you never pray for my rod. Notice my rod comes too. I was like, what's the rod? This is how I begin to let my prayer life in the state of God's word begin to connect. 
And I was like, like, the rod rod is what what you use to break break the rebellious sheep, sheep, or to to wound wound momentarily, not not to kill, kill, but to cause. It's like like Jacob. Jacob. He wrestles wrestles the Lord, but the Lord Lord gives him a limp. He's touched not to die, but he's touched to be dependent, to be sensitive. And, and, and begin, begin to speak, speak. Like, like the rod is, is where I correct, I correct you. You don't, you don't have, have a lot of rod, rod prayer, prayer in your life, life Merit. Merit. I, heard I heard God, God speak in that moment. moment. Through his, his word and through his spirit in me, the two connected. The spirit that, that breathed upon the page, page connected. connected. I experienced the first time what I feel is to say it was written upon my heart. And that's when I went, I'm called to preach. I'm going to do this. I think no matter if you're not called, you still experience that. But that confirmed it for me. And then the rest is history. Amen. That that's an amazing story uh, uh, to uh, uh, hear. I love to hear how each minister felt their calling. And uh, at 18 years old, and of course, even before that, you knew God had His hand upon you. And um, being a preacher's kid, um, you know, I I have one daughter, and I know that being a preacher's kid sometimes can be the hardest role in the family to be. Uh, because right, right. Uh, either kids uh, want to use you to get uh, popularity or they want to abuse you to uh, make fun or, or uh, shun or whatever. Uh, did you ever experience any uh, positives and negatives? I guess I could just ask, what are the positives and negatives of being a preacher's kid did you experience? I mean, I mean, obviously, obviously there's, there's a, a bigger, bigger magnifying, magnifying glass, glass on a preacher's, on a preacher's kid. kid. I fit right, right in, in, though, in the, in the youth group. group. I, did I did feel a little, little bit of um, a pressure to not snitch, snitch as, as the kids, kids say, because, <laughs> because I, knew I knew that people would assume that. that. So, so I did feel, feel like, like I probably, probably overcompensated, trying, trying to be um, very, very approachable. I did feel a little isolation. Obviously, there's stuff breaking up for times that I can be part of. And, and I would, I would just feel, feel there's, 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 there's a separation. separation. But, I mean, I mean that's, that's all overrated. At this point, I'm thankful, thankful for it. You know, when, when I was 14, 14 I didn't like it. Like but now, now, you know, sometimes, sometimes we, we, we complain about things in the moment, moment that, were that were so beneficial, beneficial later. later. So, I'm, so this, I'm, this isn't my sob story. I was very blessed by it. The biggest thing, though, is in ministry. Okay, this is the biggest thing. And people, they mean well. But trying to be in ministry when someone you're related to has before you, I think, I think more people, people bell on ministry because, because of this, this people, people realize. realize. Mm-hmm. And, and people, people mean well. well. You know, you know I li- I've, been I've been doing, doing this for, for, for almost, almost 10, 10 years now. Okay? Okay? I'm in full-time, full-time ministry. ministry. I get to, I get preach, to preach a lot, a lot on main, main services. services. One, two, 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 one, one to two, two Sundays, Sundays a month, depending on the schedule. Involved in the district. I'm almost 30 years old. I feel good about life. But even recently, someone says like, God, God bless, bless you. you. I love, I love how you're trying, trying to be like, like your dad. dad. That's, That's awesome. And I was, <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> anyways. anyways. Obviously, he's six, six foot four. four. He has, he has less, less hair than me. There's not a lot of hair than there is. I appreciate the best of my parents. I would not, not be here without them. Okay? okay. I, I live, live by, by the gift of their assumptions, so I found them to be true in Scripture. It's wonderful. I would not be here without them. I want to say that again. But I do think that we undervalue the work it takes. For someone, someone to, to be faithful, faithful in a pastor's home, home and, and for, for also, also to carve, to carve it, out. it out. If anyone, if anyone ever gets to hear me preach, first, first I'm, I'm sorry. But, but if you do get to hear me preach and you've got, got to hear my, my father, father, we're very, very different. different. Our man mannerisms are different. different. The way we minister is different. The way right. everything is different. I did do that on purpose. But it happened because I saw my walk with the Lord and then I was able to be grown in a vacuum. But everything I did was compared to my father first. Exactly. Every, first, first, you, first, had to, notes. you had to yeah, become yeah. you. 
you had to become yes. you. You didn't want to just be a carbon copy of your dad. And I've seen young ministers mm-hmm. do that, and they they don't excel in ministry because all no. they're doing is copying. Uh, you know, that might yeah, be yeah. fine when you're five, but not when you're right, 15, right. 20, 30. Uh, you have to become your own person. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember it was, it was a, a, the first, first time, time that, that I memorized, I have like a very, very weak, weak photographic memory. memory. I, say I say weak because like, like, I can't, like, you can't, can't show me something. something. I'll be like, yeah, yeah 1982. But I, but I can see the outline of what, of what I've written. written. So, so I can, can kind of I can remember the, the spacing of things. So it reminds me of what order I'm going in. Right. So the first time I discovered that and decided to memorize the it was a big head jump over. Because I'd only seen it done in my church this one way. When I did it, people were kind of freaked out. And mm. so there, so there are, are things that, that you, have you have to get, to get through, through. And, I and I just resented, resented the stigma of what's the family, family business, business. Right. right? Right. And, and you, know, right. you know, it's just it's hard, hard to overcome, overcome that. that. But when you, when do, you do, God will bless, bless it. it. Absolutely. We're talking with Brother Merrick Griffiths, who is the Kentucky District Youth Secretary, as well as the host of the Mano Ministries podcast. And we'll be talking a little bit about that uh, a little later. Um, but, uh, talking about being a preacher's kid and uh, having to follow in your father's footsteps, everybody uh, has two assumptions. Uh, You are automatically going to be uh, elevated. And then the next assumption is you're going to be just like your dad, Uh, the way you Mm -hmm. preach, your mannerisms and all those things. Um, And, you know, I think that each individual, that's why we're individuals. We're called individually. Your personality is not like your dad. Your dad grew up in a different time period. You grew up in a different time period. Um, your dad's a great minister and a great leader, uh, but you carved out your own. And, and, you know, when you've come to preach for us, uh, the, the, uh, maturity level of your ministry. And I, I say this, uh, because I just want you to know how I feel about you. Uh, the maturity level of your ministry is way up there above your, uh, age of what you are. And that tells me something that tells me that you study, you pray, you seek the Lord. And, um, in, in bringing that out, um, what do you see as the biggest challenge for young ministers today? The biggest, the biggest, I mean, obviously, I mean, obviously culture. culture. There's, there's the world, world and that's and always there. there. There's, there's just the, the, the ease, ease of carnality. Of carnality. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's in your pocket. It's, it's a constant trip. trip. I do I think we undervalue. We are so busy fighting principalities and powers, powers and wickedness in wickedness high places, places that, that we don't realize that we're becoming, in a way, drug addicts. I think we don't realize how media, they've even done studies that phone addiction is the same mechanism to trigger when you're addicted to cocaine. Right. So, so some, some countries, countries, and I'm not, I'm not for this, I'm not for, for, but some countries, countries are like, well, let's just ban cell phones, cell phones people under 18, 18. Mm-hmm. because, because they're, they're so concerned about, about it. it. I, I do think that, that the reason why church, church is getting, getting harder sometimes to teach and ban alcohol short order, because people don't realize when they come to church, it's the only time they have a detox, a very real drug. It's not an emotional issue, it's a physical issue. So if you're a young minister, you, you have, have to f- actually physically detox if you're, if you're going, going to study, if you're going to pray, if you're sensitive. I began, I began to pray about this because I felt something was wrong. wrong. I felt like, like I was praying well, well and I was doing everything right, right. I was consistent every day. day. The, the seed of my, my prayer life was, it was, it was there. there. But, but the rest of my life was background. 
I shut, I shut the door, door to my closet, closet and nothing, nothing followed, followed me. me. No, no, it, no, no peace, no, no joy, joy, no, no sensitivity to be, to be spoken to later. later. And I was, I was like, what's wrong? Why, why should there be overflow? And I began, and I began to, to think and pray, and pray about media, about, about, about just, just this integration of life. And I began, and I began to set three hard principles. I read a book called Digital Minimalism. I began to really be sensitive about it. Where like, where like I structured, I structured my, my pastimes. Like now, now I'm a, I'm a good, good, good reader, reader you know, you know, which, which is funny. funny. People, People that, that say they're good readers now were once bad readers. readers. That's, that's a clue for you. It detoxed my brain. I could pray better. better. I could be more, more sensitive. sensitive. I, I think, think, I think, think having, having a prayer life is, is, is hard. hard. I, I think it's consistent. I think setting up an ungodly world, all those things. But the most unaddressed issue is nobody wants to detox and build disciplines that even allow them to be present. I know I'm ranting, but I'll tell you this. So, so Cain, Cain, he produces from the ground. ground. Abel's, Abel's brother, brother produces blood, blood offerings. Okay, okay. First, first of his, of his flock. flock. And the Lord's, the Lord's not, not accepting of Cain's sacrifice. sacrifice. The Lord is accepting of Abel's. And it could be said, blood, blood offering of the animal of Abel was more pleasing than anything than Cain's. But, but the Lord, the Lord also, also accepted fruits of the ground and sacrifice. Memorial offerings. But you got to notice something, something in Scripture. It says that Abel gave, gave the firstborn of his flock. And just Cain gave up. So it's, so a, it's tithing a tithing principle. principle. And yeah. the Lord, the Lord says, says to Cain afterwards, if you, if you would have done, done well. Like you're, like you're upset, upset now, if you'd have done, done well, we wouldn't be here. Right. So, so we find, we find Cain, Cain approaching the presence, presence of God, God twice. twice. The, first the first time, brings, he's, he's devoted, devoted but not, not very, very, not very, not very good, good in his devotion. devotion. The Lord's, the Lord's not, not pleased. He goes he the second time, the Lord says, listen, sin crouches at the door, Cain. Overcome this. He leaves that presence the second time, goes and kills his brother. Okay. And then, and then when the Lord, Lord punishes him, him Cain repeats, repeats the punishment, and it's three, three things. You took, you took the, the ground from me, you took your presence from me, and basically, basically you took people, people from me. I'm going to wander to and fro. That you, you took, took the ground. ground. Most, most, most people, people think, think that Cain's, Cain's more concerned, concerned about, about his gifting, gifting than he is about God's, God's presence. But, but I think that's, I think that's too, too simplistic. The ground was Cain's way of giving devotion to the Lord. That's what he brought to the Lord's presence. This is my devotion. I just didn't do it very well. Right. Two, Two times, Cain's, Cain's lack, lack of devotion has caused, caused him to not, not be present, present in God's, God's presence. God, God is, is very present, present in Cain's life. And he's, and he's telling, telling him, you can, you can overcome sin. sin. He leaves God's, God's presence and goes and kills, kills his neighbor. Why? Why? Because, because we, can't we can't just let God, God be present. We've got to be faithful in the field. We've got to tend the ground right, our heart, our mind. Because God can be present, but if we don't bring a suitable sacrifice, this living, breathing, present yourself in the living sacrifice, it doesn't matter, doesn't matter how, how mighty God, God is. If we're not, if we're not present, present for his presence, you're, you're never, never going to be changed. And I think that's what we want God. We want God to escalate his goodness, but we just, we just can't, can't be open. we got to decrease the increase. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. That, that's awesome. I mean, uh, the good advice to young ministers, people want a microphone instead of a dedication. And, uh, you know, we're living in a digital age, and, and of course, we have to kind of sometimes – uh, maneuver a little bit in our digital, uh, footprints mm -hmm. and, uh, even our church services. Now we have monitors that have words and different, uh, things and displays and, uh, and, and it becomes right. more because people are so digital, uh, digital focused, uh, digitally. Uh, I put the L Y in my wife is an English teacher of English. So I better get that L Y in there, <laughs> but, um, it is, uh, it is something that I think, um, uh, the, if, if people can put down the digital, because I, 
I catch our young people all the time and, and different places I go and I see people with their head down and they're, they're on their phones in, in church and, uh, and, uh, parents let them, it's almost like the babysitter here. You use this while we have mm-hmm. church and it's kind of like, uh, you know, Pharaoh wanted them to go worship, but he said, you leave your children here. And they said, no, we can't leave mm-hmm. our children here. And I think we're kind of, uh, in that day that we're leaving our children behind, uh, in Pharaoh's care while we go worship. And, uh, um, right. I think that's just something that all churches, mm-hmm. all ministers have seen and will continue to see. And somehow we got to kind of, uh, squash that and curb that. But, uh, yeah, that's that's a that's a great uh, illustration between Cain and Abel, and and uh, you know he presented, he presented, but it wasn't the right way and the right thing. So uh, we can do it right, or we can just. I always uh, term it in this way: you can do a job, or you can do a job right. You know, if I just mm-hmm. do a job because I'm doing a job, I'm not going to take pride in how I do it. Uh, if I do it right, it's just like that. Uh, door that blew off the airline, you know, somebody did a job, but they didn't do it right. And so therefore, you know, leaving a boat or two out, uh, what's, it ain't going to hurt nothing. And then the door blows off. So, uh, people that think, okay, young ministers, young people, oh, it ain't going to hurt if I, uh, do this or do that. And the next thing you know, uh, the door blows off and they realize, oh, I did need to be more dedicated or, uh, more faithful. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that's a good illustration. Um, one of the things that you, um, you hold is uh, the office of Kentucky district youth secretary. And, uh, by the way, I help vote you in. You're welcome. There you uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, uh, how long have you been in that position? Tell our viewers, how long you've been in that position and what are the duties of that position. Yeah. yeah so, so I served, I served as, as, as a sectional, sectional leader for about, for about two years. And then since June, June I've, been I've been serving in the, in the secretary position. position. It, it, um, it's funny because it's, it's such a common, common kind of term, term in, in Pentecost. Even my own church. church like, so what, what do you do? do? Um, so it's kind of like, like, obviously the money, the money man, man. You know, you, you keep track of the money, profit and loss. You keep the books and the ledgers, which is, I'm, 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 I'm equipped to do that because of well, homeschooling, and, and I'm very financially. I was, I was reading Dave Ramsey at like 15, so I'm very I'm financially aware, aware to my, to my wife's, wife's pain and suffering. suffering. <laughs> um, so, so it, it translates well. well. I, budget I budget really, really well, well with our stuff. stuff. You, know, you know what? I, I can budget a little, little bit more, more money, money with the with district, district back and do it. And then it's really, it's kind of, it shifts. I'll be honest with you, a little transparent. It kind of shifts her relationship, her administration, you know, as you say. Just depends on the dynamics of the individuals, what they're comfortable doing, what they're not, skill sets, and so on. And so, yeah, I've asked, I've interviewed other people, what does the secretary do? And obviously, the money, obviously, you know, you're behind the scenes, you're arranging things. Um, but it but just, just kind of varies, varies really. really. You're, you're there to assist the president. You're there as he's the CEO. You're the COO. You're the, the chief you know, organization officer, whatever it's called. called. So right. You're there really to fill any gaps and, and to set him up for success. success. And, and so, so whatever, whatever that takes, takes and that's, and that's, I've been trying to do that, that thus far. far. Amen. That's a, that's a, a great way to describe it because most people just think, oh, well, he takes the money, takes notes, and uh, 
and gives everybody receipts. But uh, there, there's a lot more to positions than. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I, I tell people all the time, I never get a call from anybody in my section unless they want money. <laughs> Nobody calls me up and says, Hey, Brother McKinney, how you doing? No, it's That's Brother right. McKinney. Uh, you know, we'd like to have this amount or whatever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was, uh, when I first, uh, uh, licensed with the United Pentecostal church and, uh, a friend of mine, who was not United Pentecostal Church, he said, you know what UPC stands for, don't you? And I said, no, what? He said, you pay cash. <laughs> I said, well, <laughs> maybe I'll learn that. <laughs> but that's just that's just a little joke. I want our viewers, our yeah, viewers yeah. know I joke all the time about uh, stuff. So that's just a little inside joke. But uh, you uh, you uh, are also um, uh, a a person who stays very, uh, involved in podcasting and, uh, you have started a podcast called the mantle and, uh, tell our viewers a little bit how that got started. Maybe prior, uh, information of how, uh, all of this came about to where you decided, okay, yeah, I'll do this podcast for the Kentucky district. Yeah. yeah so so uh, before, before I got, I got married, married it was, it was 2017, 2016, 2016, 2016, 2016. I just, I just started, started doing a, a, a vlog. Now, now they're, they're not, not really called vlogs. There's, there's normal YouTube videos. videos and I, put I put it on podcasts. This, this app, app called Anchor, Anchor was out. You can put podcasts up. up and, and I'd also, also do like, like a video, video version on Facebook and YouTube. And, you know, you know I, like, I, at that point, I had, I had never preached about a pulpit, but I was using passion for about three years at that point. And, and I just, I just kind, kind of just restless. restless. I just want to say it was very, very vulnerable, very, very, very exposed, exposed doing, doing it because, you know, you, know, you put it out there, there if you're bad at it, then you'll, you'll find, find out quickly. Um, so I started, I started doing, doing that, that and, and it began, began to grow. To grow. Uh, uh, I, say I say this jokingly. It's actually, and this is funny, the podcast is very, very blessed. The district blessed it. We've had great guests on. It has grown. It's very successful. But at 17, my blog was actually a little bit bigger than where we are now with the podcast. Okay. I don't know why right. I took off. Just this dude in the car. Just, I, it was, it was just a different time. time. People, People were more, more selective, I guess, with their, their, their choices. choices. And, and then and I had a decision, decision to make. make. I, I, found, I just I felt, felt like, like my good, my good was, was being evil spoken, spoken of. of. I just, I just you know, know, people are assuming this young guy. He doesn't have to grind it out. They have no idea what I was doing behind the scenes. So, so I prayed about, about it, I'm sick about, about it, but I just ended up, end up shutting, shutting it down. down. Okay. And, I and I still get people DMing me, hey, can you send me this clip? Or, hey, what, what happened to that? that? So, so I ended, ended up shutting it down, down, and then years, years went by. by. And then and three, three years, years ago, our, our district superintendent, superintendent, having recently been elected, Mike Sadden, he calls hey, because you remember the vlog thing, the podcast thing. He said, hey, I want you to do something for the district. Now, at this point, I was not involved in the district. Wasn't a section leader, wasn't a secretary. So it took, so it took a, lot a lot of him, him to, to trust in me and believe, believe me to, to ask me to do this. this. He said, I, I want to be sponsored by the district. You have licenses to, to reach and to make, make this thing, thing fully, fully uh, fledged, fledged out. out. I said, okay. I said, okay. And uh, uh, he had, had a different name at that point. point. And, and uh, he, he said, said, I should, I should pray, pray about it. I'll let you know when it's right. Three years go by. And he calls us, listen, we're going to revamp our young ministry. It used to be called Greater. We're going to revamp it. 
And he said, he said I, want I want you to take this podcast, podcast talk about, about it. I want you to kind of put this in the center, center of that. Okay. okay. I want, I want this, this to build the culture, build the tone, build the theme. I want, I want any events we have in person to be a, 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 a spiritual uh, extension of what this podcast is about. about. So, 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 so he, he asked, asked me to start, start this podcast. podcast. It's, it's grown, grown. Now, now for the, for the whole department, department Mantle Ministries, Ministries, we have a, we have a conference this fall. We have, we have a roundtable with Jerry Jones and George at camp meeting on a Friday. That, that all has fledged, fledged out. We have, we have a committee with Marshall's, Marshall's on it, former, former superintendent, Justin Lewis, former, former youth president, Brother Shellhart, pastor, Paducah. They're on this committee for our conferences. And, and so, so, you know, it took, it took a lot, lot kind of get, get it going. going. A lot of people, people were uncertain about the vision. Do we, we want to give this guy a mic and a license to kill, so to speak? Do we want to give him the crest of the district and let him stamp it? And so I just figured out how to do it. The cheapest amount, you know, that's how things work. And I began to text people. And I began to pray before this. I prayed, what's the theme? What's the name? Because he said, just define it. And obviously the board voted on it. They accepted it. It was the mantle. And I took, I took a, a sermon I already had, had about Elisha and Elisha, and everybody preached about it. But I had a sermon about it, the gleanings I saw, and, and I was like, I'll, I'll make this framework, the theme, theme of this podcast. And then I started, I started reaching out to young guys, guys in Kentucky, young, young ladies, ladies too in Kentucky, to talk, talk about various kinds of ministry, to expose, reveal what we have going on, to encourage the Elisha and to show the Elijahs, you know, the future's bright. And then I started reaching out to people outside that could feed these Elishas. Ministers, ministers that preach here, ministers, ministers that have it, they, they need to hear from. from. And then, and then it just, it's, it's just taken, taken off. off. We've, we've had Court Chavis, we've had Sister Burton, Burton. We, we've, we've had, had I mean, uh, Eugene Wilson, Wilson just did one with him, him the president of Texas Bible, Bible College. College. I just, I just Brother, Brother McKee, McKee in, in, from Pentecostal Katie. It's just kept going, 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 going. I've been a little selfish and I've been blessed to talk to these wonderful people for an hour at a time. But, but it, it has, has, thankfully, it has, has been, been well received, supporting the people around our state, our state our district. And, and as, as you mentioned before, before <coughs> the audience is probably 50% over the target, target audience. audience. And, and I, I have no problem with that. I think, I think it's great. great. I, think I think the, the content, content can be heard by people that are, that are necessarily like, like a, a target, target towards them, and they still find it beneficial. They were doing something right. And so it's been over a month. And we've, we've had, had about, about I'll, just I'll just say it. Say it. I, haven't I haven't got to say it, say it yet. It's been, been locked up. up. We have, we have about, uh, about two to three thousand listeners per episode. We have, we have a, lot a lot of our clips, clips are hitting, hitting like 5,000, 10,000 views. views. And that's, and that's only, only in a month. month. So, so we've, we've had, had a really, really good reception. I've been very, very pleased with it. Amen. That's an awesome thing. Just the name alone pretty well explains what the podcast is about. It's just picking up that mantle and uh, going on with it and, uh, you having, uh, this mantle laid upon you, uh, for the podcast, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, you, you had a three year period, you knew about it, but there was three year gap. And then all of a sudden he comes up and he says, let's do this. And, um, I I've watched, uh, several of your podcasts and, uh, I would encourage our viewers to watch that podcast. Tell us how you can find the podcast so our viewers will know where to go. Yes, yeah, so the, the main, main place, place I would go, go is on Facebook. His Pentecostals love their Facebook. And so, and so the, 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 the main, main action you'll see for, for like the, the whole, whole episode is on Facebook. Facebook. You, can you can find, find it at the Mantle Ministries Facebook page. Like, like subscribe, subscribe, please share. share that'd, that'd be great, great too. too. You, also you also find it on Instagram. Instagram, Instagram the clips, as the kids know, reels. Those are, Those are great, great to share. share. It's, it's, it's usually, usually the highlights, highlights of it. 
Um, eventually, when, when I, get I get verified on Instagram, we can, we can post, post two episodes on Instagram. Instagram. So I'm waiting for that day. We're on, We're on Spotify, Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. If you go to, I'll be honest, honest if you go to YouTube, YouTube you're like, this, this podcast must stink. stink. Nobody, Nobody watches, watches it. YouTube, Pentecostals are not very good with YouTube. I've learned that watching everybody else's stuff. They're not very good YouTube. But Spotify is the video version. You can go audio and video on Spotify. You've got an Apple Podcast, Instagram, and Facebook. All, all the mental ministries. ministries. That's what it's what titled, titled on all, all the platforms. platforms. Great, great. Um, because uh, I want our viewers to get on board with this, especially our young ministers in this area. And uh, I think it'll be beneficial to them um, because the interviews are basically uh, like we're doing here. You're just letting uh, your guest speak into the lives of, of your viewers and, uh, and finding out a little bit about them and uh and uh, what they have been through um, mm-hmm. so that uh, young ministers, I feel young ministers need to know uh, the journey's not impossible. It may get hard at times, but it's not impossible uh, because you have always have somebody that's gone before you. And mm-hmm. uh, those people are the people we need to draw from is the people that's already right. been down that road. If, if a person's called to pastor and thinking, well, I don't know if I can do this or not, talk to a pastor. If, uh, you're called to evangelize and think, I, I don't know where to start. Talk to an evangelist. Um, it, I really think that pulling from even podcasts, uh, like this and yours and others, uh, it, uh, and, and the UPC, uh, does one brother Bernard does one. And, uh, it, it, it's just things that, uh, I think people can pull from that reassures them I can do this. I can, I can accomplish something for the Lord. And so I think you're doing a great job by the way, with the podcast. I appreciate, uh, your, your dedication as a young man, you are, um, uh, making things happen, uh, with the help of the Lord, uh, so that you can reach beyond, uh, what you're presently doing at your local church. And I think that's mm-hmm. very commendable. Um, we are talking to Brother Merrick Griffiths, who is the host of the Mantle podcast, and uh, he does that for the Kentucky District, and it's for young and old ministers. I tell people that church is the only place where old and young can dance together and nobody gets embarrassed, and uh, <laughs> so <laughs> it is for old and young ministers, and uh, we have uh, went for about an hour, and uh I wanted to, uh, let's see if I've got one more thing that I definitely wanted to get a, a hold of and, uh, and get from you. But, uh, also I'd like to, uh, well, just ask you some, uh, who are some of the ministers that were influential in your life growing up? Of course, your dad's going to be number one. Uh, but, uh, I'm sure there was other ministers that came through, uh, that you met and said, you know, they spoke into my life. They helped me uh, become better. Yeah. yeah uh, Brother, Brother Campitella, Joey Campitella. Um, um, he's still, he's still evangelizing, evangelizing all across, across the, the, the movement. movement. He now, he now pastors, pastors in, in Florida, Florida doing a great, great thing there. there. He impacted, impacted my view of prayer, prayer the, the relational aspect, aspect that, that I just, I just, I just wasn't, wasn't seeing, seeing it. it. And so, and so that, that kind of sparked, sparked the prayer, prayer life side, side of things, things for, me. for me. And as, and as far as, as um, Jeff Arnold, Arnold, I watched, I watched almost every, every sermon, sermon online I could find. find. 
and I mentioned, I mentioned I did struggle with the idea, idea of, of preaching without, without notes. notes. I have notes, notes. I memorize them, them but, not but not going to the with, with it. And each, each is own right, right, but, but it still it's was, was a block, block for, for me at 18, 19. And, and I remember seeing him go up with a sticky note or seeing him go up with nothing. He said that he talked it out with Lord before in the hotel room, so if the Lord liked it, so if we don't like it, then what does he have to work out with ourselves? And that was what Joseph said. But, but I, was I was actually praying through my sermons, sermons already like that, that, and that was, and that was a, lot a lot of confirmation for me. I would, I would write, write it, it, I would say, Lord, here it is, is change it, mold it, it you, know, you know, walk, walk me through, through this. And, and you know, the, the Bible, Bible is really big, big on walk before you get there. there. You know, you Caleb, Caleb, I stepped in this mountain, mountain I'm going to go back. There's a lot of things about going in prayer. Even, I think Peter listened to the Lord, he kept saying, I won't deny you, I won't deny you. It's like Jacob wrestling with the Lord. He was going to line up the family he didn't like. In order, in order of, you know, you know, consequence, and then, and then if he starts killing them, maybe the ones who like to escape. escape. But he wrestles the Lord, gets a limp, limp and instead, instead of doing, doing that plan, plan he crawls, falls on his knees before he saw the cry make up. Make up. I, think I think the limp in his prayer closet help him avoid a problem in life, so if I can go there in prayer, then I don't have to be killed by it in life. I think in ministry, you can get better at preaching and ministering in your prayer closet without having to burn through services. They will all get better next time. Right. So, so that, that one comment, comment by Jeff Arnold, Arnold just, just kind of sparked this whole trail in my mind. And so, so I listened, listened, listened. I now, I now don't, don't listen to Chingy anymore because it's my personality is obsessive. But, but he's the, probably, probably the only preacher that I've listened to a ton, ton in that season of my life. life. So, so I'd, I'd have, have to say Jeff Arnold, Arnold was the, the biggest like, ministerial preaching aspect. Right. I know that, you know, I grew up in ministry uh, from the age of uh, 22, uh, 23, um, I've been preaching since 1982, and Jeff Arnold was a big influence in my life. I, I'd say anybody that's been associated with Pentecost at some point mm -hmm. has to say Jeff Arnold impacted their life. And maybe Brother Arnold knows that. Maybe he understands what impact he's had. But I think that truly he he don't have a clue at how many people uh, worldwide he has impacted in a positive way. And uh, mm -hmm. some people like his preaching. Some people don't. Some people says he's too crude and all of this. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that to me, that just breaks the ice. I mean, that just uh, uh, he he's he's not shy in what he wants to say. And and as mm -hmm. we say here in East Kentucky, plain talks easily understood. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, I guess, um, uh, the last question that we'll get to you, um, all of this situation going on with Hamas and Israel and, uh, the war that's, uh, still, um, going on, even as we speak, um, how do you, as a young minister view what goes on around Israel or in Israel as related to end time events, do you feel we're we're uh, drawing closer to that, and and uh, some of the things that we see uh, are Bible just being fulfilled? How do you see that? Yeah, yeah so, so I, I kind of have, have two two, two, two kind, kind of programs, programs I leave, I leave open, open my, my brain, brain to, to kind, kind of protect, protect each side, side of two, two intentions, intentions rather. rather. So, so I, I, think I think it's very good, to be very aware, aware of your, of your context, context, what's going, what's going on, on in the world. world. Because, because 
the, the revelation, revelation speaks, speaks of these things. things. There's a reason, reason why it was written. Okay, okay if we, if just, we just were left, left with a book that we that we, we really, really read, read, we only, only have, have like Matthew, Matthew Mark, Luke, Luke and Acts and Genesis. And Genesis. The reason why there's 66 books. So I think we should be mindful. I think we should seek to try to connect the dots. We should seek to apply scripture and be aware of what's going on. And I also, there's, 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 there's a part of me that, that also says, says keep doing, doing the same, same old, same old. old. That, that sounds derogatory. But you got to stay faithful. You can't, you can't freak out. out. you got to still plant the seeds. You can't look, look at the clouds and not plant, plant, plant as Proverbs says. says. You've got to be, be willing to, to, to keep, keep going. Because, because even the, the, uh, the early, early church, they, they quit their jobs after they got saved. And they're staring at the sky. And Paul says, listen, feed your family. Go back. Like, it's going to happen. And I want you to be aware. But no man knows the hour. But be, but be aware, aware of your world, world but also be faithful, faithful in the small, small things. things. And so, and so I think that's, that's, that's kind of where, where I stand. I think, I think we should study it, we should preach about it, we should watch it. it. But, but our, our awareness doesn't have to change our faithfulness. faithfulness. Sometimes, Sometimes people freak out. out. They don't, don't want to they don't they don't preach, preach about, about the Holy Ghost, Ghost anymore. anymore. They don't, don't want to preach about the things of God. They just want to preach about end times the next seven weeks. you got to have a good balance. The Lord's perspective is balance. He gives and takes. He's grace, but he's also judgment. He is, he is all these things, things at, at once. He's, he's got, got a balanced, balanced perspective. And, he's, and he's, if, he, if he does the right thing, thing at the wrong time, time he, would he would not be the God, God he describes to be. be. He is he all these things at the right time. time. We, have we have to be the right thing at the right, right time. time. And so sometimes, sometimes you need to obsess about it. Sometimes you need to say, okay, we'll pin it here, and then let's go thank God for his goodness and praise the Holy Ghost and break bread. All those things at once. Amen. I agree. I mean, I, we just got through on a study of revelation on this, uh, podcast. And, um, I, I tell people all the time, this is good information and it's there for a reason, but salvation and the revelation mm -hmm. of who Jesus is, is more important than, uh, some of the things that we're studying. Cause some of these things do freak people out. I mean, they just literally, when they read it, they like just panic and just, and when they hear mm -hmm. the news, they panic and all that. And I'm just <laughs> stay focused. That's one of the hardest things I think our generation has is, is attention or focus on the things of God and what you're doing at hand. You can't, you can't look at, uh, you know, the middle East and forget there's people sitting in front of you that, uh, have right. real problems and they got, uh, it may not have nothing to do with, uh, Jerusalem. It may be everything to do with, uh, kids or marriage or, uh, sickness or some, some job situation. So, uh, I, I constantly have to balance that. And that's a good way that you described it. You have to have a balance about that, um, uh, study it, uh, preach it, teach it, but know the balance. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I, I certainly appreciate you taking your time to be with us today and, uh, your delightful, uh, young minister. We love having you here at CAC and we're going to get you back and, uh, preach to all of us, all ages. And, uh, uh, certainly appreciate you taking time to be on this podcast. Is there anything else that you'd like to, uh, tell our viewers before we call it a, uh, a day? Well, well, I appreciate, appreciate you having, having me on today. today. It was a blast. I really, really enjoyed, enjoyed it. And, and uh, I, guess I guess I would leave. I will make, make it very, very brief. brief. I would, I would just challenge, challenge people. If you're, if you're having, having a problem with your prayer life, life open, open your Bible, Bible and, and talk, talk to God, to God about, about the weather, talk, talk to him about, about your dreams, have this honest, honest time, time, as I call it. it. And then and if then you want the Word to come alive, if you feel like you've never seen it living, read it, 
circle, circle stuff, stuff that stops you, and, and literally, literally audibly talk to God, God about, about you, what you read. read. So I, so I think that this, this movement has, has a, a we're, we're, we have, we have handicapped, handicapped ourselves because we're, 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 we have a hard time bringing that which was written, written back, back into the presence of the one that wrote it. it. We have, we have spiritual, spiritual time, we have Bible, Bible time. time. I'm, I'm telling, telling you, if, if we could ever bridge, bridge the gap, gap you, would you would see personal, personal revival that would, that would blow your mind. If you, if you think, think talking in tongues, tongues slobbering, and altar calls is amazing, imagine, imagine doing, doing that while, while you're seeing truth come alive through scripture. You're missing out. Come to the deep end. It's going to be great. I'll see you there, basically. Amen. Awesome. Man, you're an awesome young minister, and and uh, I, I look forward to uh, seeing you from time to time in the Kentucky District and uh, events we're having, and uh, hopefully have you back with us and sometime down the road get another interview because you have so much uh, 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 dynamic parts to you that are so interesting to me and I know are interesting to our viewers and thank you for being a part of this day, and we're going to let you go. I know you're a busy, busy man, and uh, so uh, thank you once again, and uh, hopefully we'll see you not too far down the road. Yes, yes sir. sir. Thank, thank you. you. All right. That is Brother Merrick Griffiths, and, uh, of course, uh, we are going to close out the broadcast today, and we certainly appreciate uh, all of you who have watch live and and many more will watch by way of on demand at a later time and we understand that uh with that uh we want to close uh we do have our trivia question up and running what sorcerer was blinded by paul and of course uh you can go to the facebook page of cac daily click on the link it'll take you where you need to go and we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast well it is time for us to get out of here and get some stuff done on this beautiful day the lord has made everybody enjoy the rest of the day because you know what we are out of here on behalf of pastor mckinney and the congregation of cornerstone apostolic church we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us we feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.